0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Larry and Danny Garcia taking you down to the home stretch. We're out of here about 10 o'clock this evening. We thank everybody who's taken part uh tonight great show as always if you missed anything go to wqam.com go to the top of the page where it says podcasts and you'll see south florida high school sports there uh we've got a lot of uh interviews not just this week and last week but uh over the last couple of years so if you delve into it a little bit you may see a couple of college coaches that you knew from the past or some of the athletes so it's uh Something we do each week, uh, like I said, we'll be back with you Monday uh, just for an hour um, uh, prior to, I believe, the uh, Panthers game, And uh, but uh, it'll be different times every week. It'll be a couple of six to eights on Monday, uh, but uh, we'll be around the dial, but uh, if you go to uh, Facebook or Twitter, we'll let you know exactly where we will be at. Uh, University of Miami, a uh, big story over the last couple of days, um, certainly, certainly, uh, the Hurricanes, um, as they say, snatch victory out of the jaws of defeat, <laughs> or the other way around. Um, certainly, a tough game to lose on Saturday night to uh, Georgia Tech. A lot of people figured that Miami would be four and one at this point, but the loss wasn't uh, to Georgia Tech. Most likely, would have been at A and M, but they are four and one as they had to ch- head to Chapel Hill uh, to play North Carolina this week. Uh, certainly uh, the big question is for the 730 kickoff is which Miami team are we going to see? Are we going to see a team that, uh, you know, put it all together and and beating a quality team like Texas A&M? Or are we going to see a program last week that kind of regressed in a lot of ways, win or lose, they didn't play well. And obviously somebody Sat through that and since through quite a bit is David Wilson of the Miami Herald. He's kind of enough to join us. <laughs> David, thanks so much for taking the time. I know that probably wasn't the uh, the best game to write, other than uh, you know a lot of negatives followed. Um, it's tough because we all know how hard everybody's worked. You know, I mean the coaching staff, the players, uh, for for an outcome like that to define you. But uh, in this day and age of social media, it does.
0: Yeah, you kind of hit on it. I think in your intro here, that's the shame of it is they were playing well. Like it's not like they were just four and zero with like you know like sneaking by or whatever, just padding their record against bad teams. They had, I mean, they dominated that Texas A and M game, um, much more lopsided. I think the final score indicated in that one. And then you know coming off a bye week, you never know what's going to happen. I think you would have been very happy to escape that with with a win. And and obviously, it ends the way it does. a, A game that. I never thought I would see anything like that. I, I grew up hearing about the, the miracle in the Meadowlands and I thought everyone yeah. learned their lesson from that one. Um, but yeah, it, that's the shame of it, right. Is that they seem to really have turned a corner and then it's like same old Miami. Um, and it puts me in a position where I kind of have no idea what to expect, um, this Saturday when they go up to Chapel Hill.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, as I, as you said, and it uh, you put it perfect as, uh, you know, you and you know you've been around the the, the build over the last two years, and you've watched this roster completely change over the last what eight months. Um, uh, but it, you know, obviously going into a place uh, this week that has not been friendly uh, to Miami over the no. years against the quarterback and Drake May, who's obviously one of the best in the country, and. I don't know what bothers me worse is that, you know, Miami lost the game obviously, but they didn't play very well, David. They no. uh you 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 look at that um Tyler Van Dyke and he, he did he looked a shell of himself. He made plays that you wouldn't expect a guy with his experience to make. Uh, they kept uh, running the ball up the middle when there were so many other avenues and you know, somewhere along the line, I was listening today where someone says, you know, got to give Georgia Tech credit. They had a new coordinator who had a week, mm-hmm. and maybe that his." and I talked to another Power 5 coach this morning, and they go, you know, sometimes it, it could be the same defense, but the schemes are dialed up differently with somebody new, and I think that's what happened with Miami.
0: Yeah, just a couple – I mean, Tyler talked about it a little bit after the game, like a few things differently, and, and that, you know – Susan Miller-Degman, the the, the Hurricanes beat writer at the Herald and I, we, we talk every week on the I on the U podcast. We were super positive about this team because they looked great for four weeks. But we were, like, you know, coming off a of bye week, Georgia Tech Changes coordinators, like, we weren't going to be shocked if it was a seven-point game at halftime, right, or something, like a slow start coming right. off of that, all that kind of stuff. Um, and, yeah, the shame of it is obviously the way it ended, but also they, they kind of, like, missed a lot of chances to put the game. You know, and they, when James Williams had the interception and brings it all the way, to the twenty-yard line, or so. Like that should have been the ball game. Like you, sh- you got to punch it in there, um, and put that game away. And you know, Tyler, who had only thrown one interception, and I think it was in the first quarter of the first game. It was early in that first game. Like it, it, everyone was making mistakes, right? Hit three interceptions, inexcusable right. for right, him. Right. Obviously, the decision by Mario Cristobal, inexcusable fumble there, inexcusable A defensive meltdown, inexcusable. I mean, they gave up 76 passing yards on that drive. They'd given up 75 the entire game before that. So, it was like, again, it's just they played so well for four weeks, and then uh, Miami just can't stay out of their own way in, in so many ways. But the way, you know, good teams win games ugly, right? And that, that was the problem with Miami yeah, is they, yeah. they, they had a chance to win that game, and, and they didn't. And it wasn't obviously the last play is the most important thing because they had won the game, if they don't make that mistake. Sure. Um but they missed so many chances throughout that game to, to make it so it doesn't come down to that. And that's, that's what Tyler yeah. said after the game. If I don't throw those three ticks, then that game's never in doubt.
1: Yeah. Well, now there's no, there's no margin for error. You already lost one uh, ACC game, and now you go into a place that's not impossible to win at. <laughs> Excuse me. We saw Appalachian State go in there and battle them. And mm-hmm. – you know, do a good job. Maybe they didn't expect it. Maybe they took App State lightly, although why would you take an in-state team lightly? But I'm just saying. Those games are always crazy. Miami? State, NC games, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, yeah. Yeah, they've beaten some pretty damn good teams over the years. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you take a look at this week's game, and you have a quarterback in Drake May who's obviously a early first-round draft pick. He's, yep. He's a intelligent guy who's got strong arm. Does a lot of things. Now, what's going to happen is Miami has to play both sides. They've got to score, be able to score, mm-hmm. uh, because their defense is good, but it's not. It's not going to not be penetrated. Uh, North, yeah, Carolina North Carolina, is Carolina going to they, score they their played point.
0: my alma mater on Saturday, and I think averaged like. 10 yards to play against Syracuse, oh. which was a pretty yeah. decent yeah. Syracuse team. Like, that offense is really, really good. And Tez Walker back, they're even better than they were early in the
1: year. Exactly. And you make a good point, though, because, you know, I was just talking <laughs> – we were talking earlier in the, the show with Cordy Bender, uh, you know, here's a Florida team that went up and just got decimated by Kentucky. And you say to yourself, wow. And then Kentucky yeah. goes in and Georgia treats them like a youth team. So, you know? <laughs> match it. <laughs> matchups are really big. And, yeah, you know, you could get a team up. But if a team's better, they're better. And that's the way right. I always figure. You can get them motivated, and you could, you know, lead them, as they say, to where the play is going to be. But you can't make them make the play. So, yeah. I just think it's so essential for Tyler Van Dyke not to turn the ball over.
0: Yeah. And, and uh, Miami you Exodus, mentioned. That the the idea of getting up for that—that's what I worry about with Miami because I've seen it. I mean, it's again, it's different coaches, but how many times has one loss spiraled for this program? And I know it's different coaches, I know it's different players, but it gets in the walls eventually. And a lot of these, you know, a lot of these guys were on the team last year when it spiraled out of control, right? Like I know they changed over a lot of it, and and talent-wise, North Carolina's probably better because they got the better quarterback, as good as I, you know, I still think Tyler is, and um just you know they've been a better program over the last five years or so but I don't think the talent gap is huge I mean Miami's defense was really good on Saturday until the last drive and yeah, even the last yeah. drive it's like they the defense if you're a defensive player you thought you were getting ready to walk in the locker room like it's a, a really tough situation for those guys I know you can't do what they did but um yeah I think it's all yeah, gonna, they're gonna you know, have to I mean, dictate like, yeah, they're, they're, the offense has to score. The defense is going to give up points. I don't care how good you think the defense is, and I think there's a lot to like about it, but the offense has to be
1: much better than it was on Saturday, certainly. I agree. I agree. It's We're looking forward to it. Hopefully Miami can rebound. Uh, again, David, thanks so much uh, for joining us, as you do. You're extremely knowledgeable. I always love talking to you about college football in, in itself, and there's a lot of really good matchups coming, but uh, – Hopefully Miami will kind of bounce out of bed, you know, on Saturday, and then say, "Hey, listen, we're going to take care of business, get back on the on the track, and uh, we got a tough assignment." But uh, yeah, they, they, got they got can fix everything this weekend week. in a lot of ways. If they win this weekend, yeah. it changes everything. Obviously, I agree. You kind of forget about everything, and then and yeah. you start concentrating on Clemson, and then FSU, and yep. uh, a Louisville team who's by the end of the year, he's going to be as good as anybody in the conference. They're really, really good. And he's done a great job recruiting. But uh, again, let everybody know how they can follow you, because there's some really great reads coming out of you. Yeah, you can check me out on uh, Twitter, at D.B.
0: Wilson, too. Um, And, you know, just check out the Miami Herald. That's that's where I pop up pretty much all the time. Uh, So, yeah, check me out there.
1: All right, David, thanks so much, brother. We'll talk to you uh, soon. Yeah, of course. Talk to you later. Good stuff. Dave Wilson from the Miami Harold, great guy, uh, very knowledgeable, love talking to him at the games. Uh, we kind of banter back and forth about all colleges. That's going to do it for a Wednesday. Thanks so much, Danny Garcia, for uh, coming to my rescue this evening. You did a great job. We will see all of you next week at 6 o'clock on Monday.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what?